We are the ultimate bad review. Roll camera. Camera rolling. Roll sound. South speed. You look in the camera and Runa take, you're dead. Marcus! Action! You know Quentin Tarantino? I love his movies. I fucking hate Forrest Gump. There's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Take back the screen! The Directors Guild of America will bring down its swift sword of justice on you rank amateurs. The enormity of their stupidity is just overwhelming. Say it. I, say it. I'm nervous that Beatles is about to run away like Coda did. Uh, and, and I liked Coda. I thought it was a good movie. Same with Banshees. Same with Banshees. It was not the best movie of 2022. Not even close. Colin Farrell, great job. The writing, great job. It was not the best movie of 2022. Not even a little bit. It was good. It was. It does not deserve the recognition it's getting. I don't get it. <laughs> it's don't like get it I could get. I could get like this. Like I could even get Colin Farrell getting best acting. I think he's phenomenal yeah, in that movie. I'm okay with that. Movie Walking Away is like best movie of 22. Insane. Yeah, Same with Coda. Fucking insane. Crazy. That is so not the correct answer to that. Yep. Like. It, mm, and, I feel and, the same exact way, man. I mean, you guys know how I feel about Coda. Like, I yeah. have strong feelings. Like, I love yeah, the I movie. Like you... I love the recognition. Yeah, I love it. I I love I love all communities of people being included in in all things. Yeah, at all times. Right. Yeah. Disclaimer. But was I mean really, guys? Like, I mean, Coda came out the same year as Dune. It just so happened to come out the same year as I, what I'm Batman as well. Like, I mean, it's like it's movies that. You're you're just stacked up against really like other really good major yeah. budget pr- uh, production company movies. Coda was one of those yeah. movies like that it it made sense that it was nominated. Yes, and like, then and like ten percent, and you could kind of take it's a step good. back and yeah. like let let it slide with that. Yeah, yeah. I was okay with it being cool nominated, with it. It, like, but it like it like swept like it just so many awards that which, I was like, like, I mean, I'm not gonna but the like, most mid ass movie I had yeah. seen but that year. At the same time, these are like awards. Yeah, that, right. like in my book, I, ultimately, really don't matter. I mean, the Academy has been getting it wrong since day one yeah. in the long run. Yeah. But I yeah. still like to talk about their decisions and I still like to put myself in their shoes. Like, if I had to decide on these movies, I'm not going to stand on a podium and be like, okay, this system is fucked up and I'm not going <laughs> to vote. I'm just going to be like, no, I'll vote. I'll, I'll vote. I'll nah, watch man. all these movies. I'll, I'll, like, I'll pull a, I'll pull a, like the menu. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh <laughs> and, and my be God. Like, no, no. We're going to keep watching these until you realize that Coda is not that great. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Until you realize that Banshees was a good movie. It is not best picture of 2022. And especially with the Oscars, it it, it made I me very like, scared for the Oscars. I'm I'm oh, very man. nervous. And, yeah. and the Oscars, even though they're an award ceremony and they're gonna let us down, it is still like it, it is still like a such a a massive deal to be nominated. Yeah, and and even though I don't care who wins best picture, yeah, like to win or like best actress, if there is if you have won that. Then you are already you're getting these you know big budget movies you're yeah, yeah you're you know next year's biggest actor and that kind of frustrates me yeah that people put so much weight on the Oscars because being a nominated even nominated even nominated like that's that's something you put on like your resume yeah like, that's you get like it like tr- posters are saying 
with Academy Award nominee, yeah, so and so. Because then you're like, because then normie audience goes, oh, they were nominated yeah. for an Academy Award. We yeah. have to see that. We yeah. have to see that, honey. I'll tell you what, Beth. We'll go to Chili's and then we'll go see yeah. what this Lydia Tar movie's really all about. We'll go see. <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. And let's not forget the big Marcel the Shell snub for fucking Pinocchio. Oh Are you God. fucking kidding me? I still haven't Mar- seen it, which, like, I feel like is kind of a cardinal sin, but. Uh, <coughs> Marcel know, or Pinocchio? I mean, cardinal. Why did I say cardinal? Whatever. All right. You've seen Marcel, though, I think, right? You saw Marcel, but you didn't see Pinocchio. I haven't seen Pinocchio. So you saw worried. Pinocchio, I right? I saw Pinocchio. Well, I started Pinocchio. I did not finish Pinocchio. It's not worth finishing. I'm saying, okay. Yeah. I know that I this that. this is about to That's be what like, I've heard. this is about to be a major hot take on this show because oh, like film Twitter like loves this movie. busted its nut for this movie like they were still, just like still. they were just like it, this is it this makes sense Pinocchio was the best and like I don't know man maybe I missed something but like I watched Pinocchio I was so excited because like, he'd been working on this for like ten years yeah. and I was like it's finally here this is gonna be crazy and Kate Blanchett's in it like everybody yeah. that I like is in this movie. Yep. Let's see what happens. And then they were like, okay, it's fascist Italy. And I was like, okay, kind of like a dark story to put Pinocchio in. Let's go. And then I had a Matt and Joey moment where Pinocchio started singing. And I was like, oh, fuck this. Dude. <laughs> yeah, that the singing is so, like, it's almost cringe. Like, yes. it, it hurts. It's not good. Oh, no. All the music is no, fucking terrible. No. Un, like, and I'm saying this to you. As a guy who loves musicals and can yeah. normally find the gold in some kind of musical, no. this oh. is like, like West Side Story felt better than this, like oh. <laughs> which yeah. is brutal because that was the worst movie that I saw last year or in 2021. Which that's is gonna be so funny because that's made by one of the best directors of this year. And you could say that again. We could, well before we jump into that. I had cacophony. to say it there. That's just insane. I mean, it's, I just. Pinocchio is not a great it's not a great movie. I don't regret yeah. watching Pinocchio. It's a good movie, but it's I felt the same way I did about Mad God where like they were just like this movie took 30 years to create. And it's like and this is what I get. Yeah. You took 30 years yeah, and you made like this fucking mess. It. Man, I love Mad God though. Then maybe you, you love Pinocchio. Yeah, maybe I doubt. Oh, it, I love Mad God. But Mad God's not a musical, guys. It's not yeah. It, like yeah, it's it, it doesn't have thing. singing in it. That's but, true. You know, and and Guillermo a different vibe. was like even when he won his award in his speech he was talking about how um animation is cinema he was pushing for that yeah, it's not, yeah. that it's not this separate thing it's, 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 not a, a, it's a medium it is a it's a medium it's not yeah it, and yeah. and i support that and i like that but i hate that this is the movie that he is saying that with like there's like i agree but this is dog shit like mm-hmm. this is not good Man, not like, not even a little wrong. Like, yeah. not even a little. There's even like a definitive point in the movie I where think... I thought it was about to get like insane. Yeah, there's a moment where I was like, "Movie saved, we're good." Yeah, the and tone change. The tone change because it starts off like crazy. So you want a little spoilers on some Pinocchio? Yeah, dude, I love. I'll spoilers. tell you a little bit about Spoiler Pinocchio. Me up. The movie literally opens with Geppetto's son getting killed in a bombing in a yeah. church that they're building. That they're like building a christ for because he's a you know woodworker um and he he builds like this boy in a drunken stupor like he's he's like he builds pinocchio like years later he's a drunk 
and he builds it, and it looks nothing like his son. But they repeatedly keep being like, it looks just like my son! And I'm like, your son looks fucked up, man. Like, the <laughs> like, wrong nose. Yeah. And like, like, the head fucking head. blown out in the back. Like, it's ridiculous. What and so, fuck? he yep. builds this thing, and the puppet comes to life, and the puppet is just like... The worst, man. Oh, the fucking yeah, that, worst. That ruined it for me. That's like a, why we turned it off. Is when the puppet really starts entering the scene. I was like, it, this, it just got so much worse. That's yeah. like the Natalie Portman moment. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind it's of. it's like on that it's level. Really, yeah. And so he becomes a real boy and gets really annoying. And when they have that scene where like Geppetto catches him lying and his nose starts going crazy, they have like this huge argument and Pinocchio like falls because and like gets hit by a fucking truck and dies and i was like shit this is about to get nuts and then he goes to like he goes to like the um oh my god what's the purgatory okay and he like meets he meets like death or something like that i can't even remember like what it was supposed to be and it's the best part of the movie it is fucking like pan's yeah. labyrinth beautiful, beautiful yeah. uh, and then i was like oh man is this gonna be like the journey where he learns to be like a real boy by going through purgatory that sounds sick. crazy and that's not what happened okay that's just sad <laughs> they just revive him like 15 minutes in 15 minutes and it's not Aww. even like the movie's 15 minutes it's like in-game 15 minutes that scene is probably two minutes long damn yeah it, it is like the best part of Could the movie, and then it just it just doesn't go anywhere worth a damn. Holy shit, that's so sad. Tom Kenny voices Mussolini at one point. That's pretty oh, crazy. Oh, that's pretty fun. Oh. Yeah, but it, it, he has two lines. Damn. damn. Yeah, it's just not good. And his and the kid that plays Pinocchio is awful. He reminded me a lot of the kid from Possession. Oh. Yeah. So imagine that for like an hour forty-five. God. Yeah. <laughs> That's like on the same level as as the kid in Vortex. Oh yes, and at the and end the of it all, at the end of it all, Geppetto learns to love the wooden boy and calls him his son, which is like that might be the most offensive way this movie. My son <laughs> dies in a fucking bombing in fascist Italy, and this abomination of yeah. that I've created is that I've spent the first hour and a half of this movie being like, fuck you, I fucking hate you, puppet. You're my son. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're my boy, man, I love you. <laughs> you're my boy. It's, and you're always with me. Yeah, it, yes, exactly. <laughs> and then, like, everything's okay. Yeah, it's just... Everything's okay it's like, I, I, like, he forgets he has a son, I feel like. He does. <laughs> the whole thing is him forgetting about his original son and then yes. go, and being happy for this son that he has that has been nothing but an agent of chaos yeah. since the moment he, like, showed up. Oh my god. Dude, I mean this this movie sounds so bad that that, that I need to watch it. <laughs> just like, like just, just knock it so out. Because it's gonna probably be on the Oscar list. Because like that that's why I think I have to watch it, it because it it's gonna be nominated for an Oscar. And it's like it's like regardless of whether I wanna watch it or not, it's like I have to watch it because the goal is to watch all the Oscar movies. Isn't that the It's so funny because I'm like, I don't give a fuck about this and then we the watch Oscars. it. I think it's the tw- I thought it was the twenty seventh. Okay, yeah. I wish it was the 17th. That'd be closer. Yeah. Man, I need to talk about the the two biggest snubs of, yes. of the of the night. Yes. One, and I know that we do movies here, but I'm sorry. Somebody needs to lose their ass over this. House, fucking Game of Thrones, House of Dragon winning best TV, like drama TV series over Better Call Saul is a damn travesty. Ooh. I mean, I don't even know much about Better Call Saul. I just believe I in it because sucked. of Bob Odenkirk. I'll fucking shoot you right now. Wait, not Better Call Saul. I'm talking about oh, uh, the Game of Thrones okay. one. I thought people generally hated that show. I thought that like it was like 
av- like received on average, not like really? anything earth shattering. Molly really liked it, and I've met people that either love it or hate it, and so I was like, all right, I guess this is like a mixed review show. Yeah. And then it was like, all right, well, fuck you, Better Call Saul, which never won a Golden Globe, which doesn't make sense because that doesn't is one of the best shows I've ever all. seen in my life. It's in my, it's definitely in my top five best TV shows I've ever seen. I've heard a lot of people Damn, say I'm that. I'm so excited. I'm binging Breaking Bad right now. And I just so I can watch Better Call Saul. I'm gonna basically. let you know now. Breaking Bad compared to Better Call Saul, cheeks. <laughs> like I'm, it's it's good, but man, Better Call Saul will fuck I'm you excited. up. I'm excited. I mean, I'm I've only had like a couple episodes of Saul, and I love him. He's yeah. one of my favorite characters. This is Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, oh, he's so good. And it, like Better Call Saul feels like the story of how he becomes like Bob Odenkirk, honestly, because <laughs> he becomes more chaotic as the show goes on. It's so good. I'm so excited it for you guys to watch so it. It's so good. And I, I mean, it sounds great. <laughs> you haven't even watched it. <laughs> Damn, but the Fablemans. Yes, and Fablemans winning. Uh, Steven Spielberg winning uh, best director for Fablemans yeah. was. Interesting, and it also got drama motion picture. And like, I loved Fablemans. Fablemans was a great movie, and I was very like, it spoke to me on a personal yeah. level, which sounds really shitty because I'm not Jewish, and that that isn't what spoke to me about mm. the movie. But that shit was pretty fucked up. Also, regardless, I never, I never expected it to be like the winner of it all. Yeah, like it was not. I don't know. I genuinely was expecting Tar to have a bigger sweep. Kate Blanchett won Best Actress for Tar. Yeah. Which I think was like, there was no contest there. Nobody stood a chance in hell. I'm, I'm worried, uh, not worried, but interested in the Oscars with that because Kate uh, Blanchett and Michelle Yao are in two different ca- categories in um, the Golden Globes, but yeah. they're going to be in the same category oh, Oscars, shit. Yeah. in the Oscars. Yeah. So oh. they both won. Oh, to me, no. I feel like it's going to go to either one of them. Yeah. Damn. Like the, everyone else nominated, I feel like, has no the shot. Golden Globes gave them comedy slash musical best actor or actress, I think it was something like yeah, that. Yeah, because this just goes to, like, flat-out best actress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one's, like, just And I'm very... I'm curious. I, I love everything everywhere all at once, but I if I'm putting my money down, I think I think Lydia Tarr walks away with gold. Yeah, I maybe. Like, at, at the awards show? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would... Oh, to be man, honest, I I'm wanna... voting for Top Gun Maverick because I because I want to win, not because it's my favorite. I don't I, like like I in, think it's in win. this category particularly. Oh, you're talking about the actress? Yeah, I thought we were talking about Best Picture. I mean, who's your yeah. who's your your guess? I'm just curious. Actress, man, it's, I think it's gonna be Lydia Tarr. You think it's? Gonna I think it's it has to be, be man. Be it has to be right. Kate Blanchett. I, yeah, I. Sorry, I moved. I no, moved no, 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 no. You're talking. No, yeah, no explain. Lydia Tarr. I, I mean, that movie is about her. Where like <laughs> Michelle Yao, like even though I mean everything everywhere all at once has so much going for it. Yeah, and and I think yeah, she deserves. Now I I don't know if I would want. Kate Blanchett to win if it was my choice. Yeah, but I think, and that's kind of where I'm at. I just think the knowing the Academy, and they're gonna go for Lydia Tarr. Yeah, and I, yeah, Tarr yeah, was basically exactly just is, Kate Blanchett. Yeah, yeah honestly, she is. is the whole entire movie, and yeah. everything ever all at once is not that. No, you got a whole family going on there. There yeah. are like characters that have a lot of screen time. Yeah, yeah there right. are char- there are other characters in Tarr, but they have like less than five minutes of screen yeah, time. Yeah, like exactly. like combined all of yeah. them together. God, I love that movie. I agree. It's such a good movie. Fuck you guys. 
It's so good. Not putting it on your top five. And then Decision oh, to Leave didn't win Best Foreign Film. I was going to say that, I I, but why. I haven't well, seen the other one. What Argentina. One? I haven't yeah, seen Argentina yeah. either. But I haven't seen Argentina. We should watch it. We should definitely check it out. Cool, yeah, I'm Decision to Leave list. is one of my favorite movies that came out last year. Yeah. Like, it should be nominated for Best Picture, I think. Agreed. Agreed. I, I think it might get snubbed, but it was amazing. I don't know how it gets better than that. And I, I hope I don't think it's gonna be true but i hope that this argentina movie is good i think that it, I, I imagine it's good i just don't imagine it's better than decision to leave I, yeah i just right. i don't i, I don't can't comprehend know. that i can't even find i didn't it. even know this movie existed yeah, and I, it's on prime i literally can't I can find watch it, it. Just, wait is it like just like stream on prime stream on prime oh i know what i'm doing tomorrow <laughs> how'd That's, you find it I just he just put it in on oh, the I, I first was looking at the the winners of the golden globes and then i clicked on the movie and then Google, like Google just tells you anything you need. I feel you. Okay. I mean, I can't find it on letterbox, but whatever. (laughs) Yeah. I wasn't in letterbox. I know. I I know you're good. It's called, it's called Argentina. 1985. Wow. You just type in like a, and that comes up probably because it just won the golden globe. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Watch now included with prime. Damn. Okay. I might have to check that out tomorrow. Yeah. I'm definitely, Wow. My brother lived in Argentina for a year, so I wonder if he'd be interested in that. Really? Yeah. Check it out. Yeah, see if, see if you guys can he, watch it Yeah, together. he loves Argentina because of that. Man. That's crazy. Yeah, the big contender. For 98% the of Rotten Tomatoes. But I'm very surprised. Do you guys think Decision to Leave will make it to the Oscars? I think it I think it'll be at least nominated. For right. foreign I think, I think yeah. it will course, be nominated. I think, I think it... Yeah. I don't think, yeah. though, like... I'm not seeing a Decision to Leave sweep, which is unfortunate because yeah. I think that was such a spectacular movie and i mean i don't yeah i mean like i love it and, yeah. it and it was my 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 top pick of the year yeah it's, it's just i don't think it deserves like all those oscar awards because the oscars are looking for very precise things yeah as you guys were talking about with like lydia tar versus um yao's performance from yeah uh, from everything everywhere is those are two different movies. Is like if you're looking at performance, there's a lot more to feast on in Tar, arguably, than yeah. there is in Everything Everywhere All at Once for those two characters. I, so same thing. Yeah. For that, for the movie we were just talking about. So, man. Speaking of movie critics that will let you down on a daily basis, welcome to the Shot and the Chaser. Oh yeah, <laughs> here we are. Podcast where we're we review back. two movies about. Men. Yes. <laughs> There's yeah, a better way to put it. Men. Lots of men. About, Only men. About the Sigma male. Uh, this week we uh, went through uh, Come On, Come On, uh, a movie directed by Mike Mills for Joaquin Phoenix and a kid should have host, uh, are hosting a podcast. Uh, yep. And then we watched Robert Eggers' The Lighthouse, a movie Amen. about two dudes that should have had a podcast. Yeah, right. I'm, exactly. I'm Nick. I'm Matt. And I'm Joey. Hell yeah. Welcome, everyone. We watched The Lighthouse and, like, we're also, like, checking the Golden Globes last night. And I fell asleep right before they announced Best Picture, like, Best Picture, and then I woke up and it was Fablemans. And I was like, get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> the, oh, the my gosh. The Fablemans. Wait, was Fablemans Best Picture or was it Banshees? It was both. That's right. Because they're in two different categories. Yeah, it's crazy. Golden Globes, man. They like to mess around. They I do. was. It was a weird. You also evening. like TV shows. That, yeah. Yeah. It's some bullshit. <laughs> what do you it's guys? Weird. Did you guys have you guys watched anything since the last time we hung out? Dude, I'm trying to think. Letterbox. I go. 
Um, <laughs> I don't think I have, honestly. Like uh, since since we hung out last, I mean, we just saw. I mean, we did see. Uh, did we talk about this last? Talk about hey, Megan? Yeah, yeah. We talked about Megan yeah. last week. Okay. It was so recent. That's why it's like let yeah. her host the Oscars. Damn it! Yeah. Where is Megan? Yeah. At the Oscars. Where is Megan at the Golden Globes? Where? Fuck that award My- show, bro. My my issue is that any time that I could be watching a screen this past week has been uh, totally given to Breaking Bad. Hell yeah. I'm dedicated to Breaking Bad. I I, can attest to that. Well, let's talk about it. (laughs) What are you... I am, like, I'm in love with this TV show. I've always loved Bryan Cranston. Yeah. As you should. And and Bryan Cranston is so much fun. This show, like... I think it's purposefully making you try to hate everyone in this show, and I I'm just so sucked in. Like, like his wife, I hated her from the beginning, and now I hate her so much more. And you know what the sad thing is? <laughs> She's like the only technical good guy on that whole fucking show. You're right. That's, <laughs> that's like she has done no wrong. Yeah. Besides, yeah, like nothing like illegal at least. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and. Yeah, I I hate and even the son, man. I'm just like, please just shut the fuck up, man. But leave the kid alone. <laughs> Come on. But now. but I feel like everyone this this show is just like getting more and more interesting. Every episode you watch and and it leaves you at a cliffhanger every episode you watch and it's like why can't i just watch this for like 50 hours straight and I'm just telling get it you, done with I binged that show in like 2 weeks the first time i watched it i could not get yeah. i could not stop I'm watching excited. it i'm excited for better call Saul too what what season are you on at this point season 3 oh man so you're you're getting there i yeah i'm like halfway through season 3 man yeah it's, do you have a favorite character yet i i mean i love Saul i really do i i I've only had like this season with Saul. Yeah, but I mean Walt. I'm starting to like um, Hank. Man, finally, welcome. I'm We've starting, been waiting for you. I'm, I'm turning <laughs> to Hank. I, I'm starting to really like Hank, and uh, I love. Hank. I hated him my, at the. Hank is my favorite character on that yeah, whole show. He's a DEA agent, whose brother he's uh, Walt's brother-in-law, which is crazy. It's so funny. Because he's like he's like a meme in that show. Yeah. Like once you like really catch on that this dude's just like a joke. Yep. It he's he has depth, but like for a while he is just the comic relief of the show. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah he's okay. But you kind of like you're you're almost scared of him. You're like he can't be that dumb. But then yeah. but then like he isn't. But then he's like this mastermind that like cracks this co- code because of this intuition he has in his gut. And, uh, yeah. Jesus Christ, Marie. They're, they're called minerals, not rocks. Yeah. <laughs> God. He's oh, he's so good. What the fuck? I I've, love it. I've been watching, believe it or not, a lot of anime since the last episode. Oh, dude, oh. yeah? Yeah, I watched... What else have you been watching? So, Haley gave me, like, a list of shows that she was like, you need to watch this. She compiled the list with her friend Kyla. And I have, like, two more shows left to go. I think I had, like, six when, when it started. And, like, most of the shows are, like, 12 episodes. And I have been watching some strange things, let me tell you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I watched... First, I watched the show called uh, Angel Beats, which was sick. It was just about these kids that are in purgatory trying to figure out how to get out of purgatory. Okay, sweet. That sounds awesome. And it's, like, a battle anime at first. And then it turns into, like, Slice of Life. 
Oh, okay. And I was oh, like, nice. oh yeah, in, in purgatory. Okay, yeah, so it's weird. And the, purgatory. And the ending like clobbered me. I was, oh. I was defeated. It's only twelve episodes. You've got my Funimation account. Watch you should it. check it out. Okay, I'm down. Uh, then I watched um, uh, a show called Maid Sama, which was just a show about a girl who's a maid. That's <laughs> it. It was really? tw- it was like twenty six episodes, and I couldn't stop watching it. <laughs> like, it like, objectively, okay. nothing happened on that show, but I was just like, "Wow, this is powerful stuff, man!" You're like, okay, what cool. Was that one show you were talking about, my, was... the roommate. My roommate yeah. is a cat. Yeah, yeah. That that actually sounds so funny. It was so nice. It yeah. was just so chill. It was literally just about a dude who owns a cat. I love there that. I love man. that. Yeah, and then I just finished uh, today before we started recording. I finished a show called Future Diary, which was very chaotic. Yes, couldn't tell you what the show was about. Yeah, couldn't tell me about that one. I had it, I even have it up on my letterbox. <laughs> right. There you go. There's a lot of uh, tits in it. All right. All lot, right. A lot of tits in it. Um, it's it's some a lot of blood. Hey, okay, blood. I'm there. Hyper violent show. I'm there. I think you'll. It's not as violent as Dory Doro, but it it can get pretty violent. Yeah. I'm just speaking my language. I'm talking like like people get like decapitated, limbs get cut, chopped off and shit. It's good enough. It becomes yeah, a, like a pretty that's big a killing spree for sure. I think you. Sh- I think you'll like it. Cool. Yeah, I love stuff like that. What about you? What have you been watching? No, I nothing, man. You like, didn't watch a TV uh, show. You didn't watch a YouTube video. <laughs> I don't think so. Like not not that I can remember. Didn't this you week, watch been... the Andrew Callahan movie? That did See, watch I, the I Andrew Callahan movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah Channel dude. Five. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I love this place. I, I think it's yeah, what yeah. What it's called. Um, Is that the name of it? I thought it was This Place Sucks. Oh no, I'm pretty sure it's I love this place. Dude, man, I read that. That's so funny. <laughs> this place rules. This, this place, place rules. Wow. Wow. All three of us <laughs> I'm so sorry. are wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I, I love it. I, I pay so for um, Channel 5's Patreon. Shout out to a Channel 5. Don't and, know the name of your movie. Andrew Callahan. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't, <laughs> don't know, know the name of your movie. I'm so sorry. Um, the reason why I don't know the name of your, of your movie is because I, I just keep up to date with all of your other shit. This one, <laughs> this is the one thing that I have not been paying attention to. But um, yeah, great movie. I would highly recommend it. It's like uh, Andrew Callahan. He was able to document um, kind of on the ground. Well, here, I'll, I'm not going to phrase it like that. What he does is he goes around the u.s mm-hmm. and he interviews people yeah and he's gotten really good at listening well that's just and channel five interviewing right? yeah, yeah, yeah yeah this is he's just giving it he's giving a background yeah, yeah, yeah. so so andrew callan goes around a city to city and he interviews people and he's gotten really good at, ju- at just finding really unique people you can say who, that again who are willing to say whatever they want yeah. so what he does in this movie is he was able to do that exactly um but he went to um the Capitol riot, which was a big event in 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 recent history, um, and he was able to shed light on what like certain speakers there were saying because he was able to document what was going on, um, and then he also was able to interview people who were you know involved in in that event beforehand and afterhand. Um, just that the entire thing yeah. is covered and in a, in a very well well. Uh, well-mannered way i would say and and it still is super fucking funny because it because it because it, it's all channel five and yeah. it's so fun and it's just very easy to watch but then it gets real really fast and you're like oh my god what the fuck yeah. and then it just goes right back to like insanity it, 
it's like produced by like Tim and Eric and like Jonah Hill and like yeah. I, HBO. Is, I think put it on. It's is on it HBO, H- yeah. Is it yeah. HBO? Did A twenty four have anything? A twenty four had had a has a, think, has a hand in it. Yeah, yeah. I want. It's pretty sweet. I definitely want to see it because I love. Uh, it's well worth Channel it. 5 I stuff. mean, I definitely. I it's. I keep saying I'm gonna watch it, but it's literally now. I gotta watch no, more anime. I'm sorry. An hour and three point eight it's on. So uh, fast. That's pretty high. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's respectable. Yeah, for sure. That's good. It's a great watch. I highly recommend it if you're into that shit. But yeah, that's what I got to watch. Nice. I totally forgot about that. Thank you for thank yeah. you for remembering. I just remember you for, talking for to me about it, and I was like, I, I wanted you to talk about it. I appreciate that. But now we get to talk about two movies that we got to watch here at my house. Let's that go. I heavily remember. Um, <laughs> we want to start with the shot. Of course, this is yes, a movie sir. that I feel is very near and dear to most of our hearts. <laughs> I I I've got to talk about it. <laughs> Historically, someone here didn't love this movie the first time they saw it. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck, Joey? But that's okay. Sometimes you watch something <laughs> and it just doesn't make sense the first time. Right. <laughs> maybe maybe it doesn't even make sense now and we're just like, oh, he loves it now. <laughs> we'll get into it. We don't it. even know. We'll yeah. get into it. What, what are we even we talking go. about right now? We're talking about The Lighthouse, directed okay. by Robert Eggers. Man. Um, made very recently, even though we're talking about it like it's some like old masterclass movie it kind um, of feels like it, it the way it's definitely shot definitely feels like it pays great homage um made in 2019 uh it comes in at 109 minutes so it's a pretty short watch um there there is enchantment in the light is that is, the tagline is is the is the tag i like that tag there's line. enchantment in huh. the light the summary follows two lighthouse keepers try to maintain their sanity while living on a remote and mysterious new england island in the 1890s Mm. pretty generic <laughs> doesn't Ooh. tell you anything that's gonna happen but I kinda like I like the ambiguity like what would you even expect when you watch that movie I feel like you couldn't anticipate any of the things oh that you God, see in that movie oh my god dude I mean it literally opens up with, with this shot that's, yeah. that's on the letterbox of them page. just staring them just directly staring into the camera and it's just it sets the tone for the whole movie it's like you yeah. really have no fucking idea what's about to happen there's really no way to even guess yeah. where it goes and I love just once again where it ends and cheese. But yeah, Joey, I, when you left the theater for the first time, we saw it in theaters. What do you think about this. <laughs> we drove an hour away yeah, to go did. watch it. We I did. came. I remember I came after work. Yep. I hadn't eaten anything. Had to rush, dude. I I get to the theater. They this is the theater that serves food. I had a dry chicken sandwich. <laughs> I'm sitting in this theater and I'm just seeing very weird. Crazy shots that did not make sense. Yep. And I I mean I literally out of my letterbox gave it a one and a half. That's fucking First crazy. Watch. Mm-hmm. I hated this movie. <laughs> when, so there like yep. there are movies that I talk about, uh like um Lost Highway, like yeah. Terrifier Two now. I throw I throw the I always threw the lighthouse in this of just bad movies that I hate. That's hurtful. That yeah. And and the lighthouse was in that for so long and then we watched it yesterday and i don't know what it was maybe you know i was well fed maybe you know (laughs) i didn't have have to drive drive. i I don't know what it was but that movie blew me away like i felt like i was watching a different movie i will say like an hour into it i was like you know this movie kind of doesn't have a plot and then it ended yeah and it was like such an amazing, beautiful movie, 
and and the performances. I don't think we'll ever see something like this no. again. This movie, the what they do with two guys with Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson, oh. are like almost breathtaking. Yeah. At, at the end of it, it's, it's just, just crazy. I don't know. How I would have loved it. to have been on the set oh, to watch this God. happen in real life, dude. Did that you, would have been amazing. Did you guys notice real quick? Uh, like, first off, I just want to say right off the bat, we're we're probably just gonna go off the cuff with this one because we love this movie so much. Yeah, so I didn't take a lot so, of notes yeah, on it. I was just we're so just gonna like, be bouncing around enthralled. because we love yeah. it. But anyway, did you guys notice? Because I've been dying to talk about this. And I've been dying to ask you, what did you guys or did you guys notice that during the scenes? During most of the longer dialogue scenes, they were a little bit sped up and then dubbed over. But it was done. It like maybe it was dubbed I over. Did not I have never that. noticed that. You don't think so? Because I thought I thought it was maybe dubbed over. But I think that it adds this this really cool charm to it. Like I wasn't distracted by it. It was one of the very few moments. And and sometimes you know dubbing can get distracting. Yeah. Like even even in movies like Suspiria, I remember watching and being like, whoa, that dubbing is like kind of pretty off but like, Suspiria I mean, that's, dubbing that's is okay. brutal yeah I never noticed that once during the movie this is my third time watching it yeah, well I, I mean it might not even be there maybe it's just <laughs> me like looking too much into it but I thought I saw it you're looking into the light lad I am I am looking into the light this I mean my thing is is that no matter like I was searching for the faults and even when I found something that I would consider like, oh, maybe someone would not like this, I would just immediately fall in love with it. I'd be like, how do you not like it though? Because it's like, it's like no matter how you look at it, it says whatever it's it like. It doesn't yeah. say. There's one a billion thing. ways to interpret There's so that many movie. Different things. It's I don't know, man. Because so when I first saw it, it, I didn't. I didn't. You guys saw it before me. I I saw it at the Regal, like right up the road, like mm-hmm. when it finally came. But I remember my roommate went and saw it when he was up in New York, and he, he texted me, and he's like, dude, I just saw The Lighthouse. And I was like, how was it? And he went, I don't know. And I was like, what's it about? And he goes, I don't know. And I was like, what do you think is going on? And he's just like, I don't know. I didn't understand what he meant. And then it came, and we went to the theater and saw it. We're like in this empty theater seeing The Lighthouse. Oh, my God. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, I loved it, but I was like, I have no idea what this movie's about. Yeah, where, what is, what's, like, why is there no one in the theater? Yeah. <laughs> why, like, what the hell? We saw it at, like, 10 o'clock at night. So, like, I oh understood why there was nobody in this theater, but it was nice. just, like, I had no idea what we were seeing. I didn't understand what was happening, and then it was just over. And I was just like, wow. I don't know what <laughs> I saw, but I'm in. This was beautiful. And oh, then, nice. and then I, I watched it again when it came to Amazon Prime. And I was just like, all right, yeah, no, okay, I think I'm getting this. And then I looked at the theories about, you know, the Greek mythology with, what is it, Proteus and Prometheus. And I was like, this is sick. And all the paintings and shit that correspond with these shots. And then we watched it again last night. And, like, when I watched it, I watched it on, like, my 50-inch flat screen. You didn't see it here on the projector. Yeah. And with with the sound system, I was just like, every time that foghorn went off, it took everything I mean out to scream, let's fucking go! Yeah, every time. Every time. It's It's such a, like, I remember the first time watching it, and then the foghorn went off, I was like, if that thing went off the entire movie, I wouldn't care at all. At all! Like, I love it so much, and how Willem and uh, uh, Robert, like, play off of that sound, even in the scenes, is like... It sets the tension of every single scene that's coming. Loved it. Dude, I just, I love this movie. Was this your first Eggers movie? Or was this, did you guys watch, I think, I think you watched The the Witch or The the Witch. I saw The Witch first. Yeah. 
And I love. I've actually never seen The Witch, which is, I know, a sad thing, but... Oh, we're going to have to add that I've, to the damn list. I, I didn't watch it because of how much I hated The Lighthouse. <laughs> I was like, I'm not watching another movie made We should by watch The guy. Witch, and then we should watch that Nicole Kidman, Will Ferrell, Bewitched movie. <laughs> oh my god. I need a minute from Will Ferrell. No, same. I, I don't think I could ever look at him ever again, honestly. I'm I, definitely writing that down though because we are definitely doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we just shit on it because just because it's Will Ferrell. Nicole Kidman may may balance it out a little bit, but I'll never forgive Spirited. I'll Dude, never that, never that was so Will Ferrell. But no, yeah, no, I saw the witch I saw the witch first. I remember one day Nick watched the witch twice in a row. Like he just watched it and it ended and then he just turned it right back on. <laughs> he loves that movie, man. Dude, I fucking and I love that movie. Actually, when I was at Joey's wedding back in November, when we, yeah. the night that we got in, we got to the hotel, we we fell asleep, or and I woke up around like one o'clock in the morning and couldn't fall back to sleep. I just feel weird. I, I always sleep weird when I'm not in my own bed that I'm first night. I, yeah, I get that. And I wake up because I always sleep with the TV on, and I wake up and the witch was just starting, and I was like, I don't know why this is just on TV, but I'm gonna watch Whoa. it. Whoa. Yeah, and there was no commercials, <laughs> nothing. It Wait, just on played. What channel? I don't know. Yeah. It was at the ho- it was in a hotel. Cool. And I, That's and like, awesome. It's so like I, I like just watched it too. I literally just sat up like, and you're like, get comfortable. Like, yeah, I had some like, I had some like leftovers, and I'm just sitting there eating leftovers watching the witch and at like two o'clock molly woke up and was like what are you doing and i'm like i'm watching the witch and she was like that's fucking terrifying like, yeah the next morning she's like you know what it's like waking up at two o'clock in the morning and seeing your husband sitting straight up and he's, he's watching <laughs> like, the witch and yeah he's watching the witch at the same time yeah. <laughs> he's like looking straight at the tv and this is the same guy who did northman yeah northman as yeah. well which wasn't A24, but it was still, like, an amazing movie. Yeah, yeah still an Eggers movie, movie. Still spectacular. Yeah, still. And, dude, I mean, he's going to make that, that no- Nosferatu movie. Which, very excited oh, about the Nosferatu yeah. movie, yeah, especially now. Movie, so, yeah, very excited. Now with Renfield coming out looking like total ass. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, I, yeah, I was like, well, we're going to hope the whole... Have you ever watched any of his movie. short films, Robert Eggers? No. no, Brothers is on here. Yeah. Like, I guess he's got a Hansel and Gretel show. I watched Brothers. There. Yeah, Brothers is pretty good. It feels a lot like The Witch. Okay. It's got that same it tension a, to a it. Grippling Cain and Abel oh. tale. That is a very accurate description of what... Because that's what this guy does, man. He, tension. He, not, no, no. He takes stories that already exist and then he just puts them in a different setting. Oh, like The sure, Lighthouse yeah. is Proteus and Prometheus. Uh, the Northman is Hamlet. It is literally the story of Hamlet. Yeah. <laughs> Brothers is Cain and Abel. I don't. I think the witch is just based on an actual like folk tale. I don't know. Yeah, yeah but probably a more like folklore spin on witches. Yeah, it's a good movie. I love and I love Robert Eggers. I have nothing but nice things to say. But yeah, that I watching it last night with the, with you with you guys on the big screen with the sound like everything just felt together. It felt cohesive for the first yeah, time. So good, I was like, man. I get it. I couldn't explain it to you, but in that moment, I was like, I get it. I know what's happening now. It all makes sense. Yeah, it really worked with, like, the lights off and, like, the speaker was, like, very loud. Yeah. Which I loved. It worked, yeah. Loved hearing that foghorn, man. Yeah, that was, that was great. Oh, I'm sorry, Dude. I didn't mean to do that. No, but it's so good. Like, oh, the 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 sound design in this is just so good. He, he, he does that very, very well. He knows how to bring it down to almost, like, a silence 
um, that's hard to achieve in movies like like a true what yeah. you feel is silence. And he knows how to get extremely loud. Like I mean, the scenes where um, you know. I mean, what 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 are these characters' names? Thomas. Oh yeah, they're both Thomas. So like we're talking, um, Robert Pattinson's character when he's Ephraim when he's, Winslow. Yeah, yeah, Ephraim. He's like downstairs and he's shoveling coal into the yeah. into the furnace, and that's where that foghorn is is the loudest. Yeah, it's yeah. just insane. And also the ending shot where he's obviously looking into the light. Spoiler alert! And um, yeah, no, but that's like that, like the audio on that is crazy, yeah. dude. And it gets so distorted and so loud. Like I mean, I remember seeing that in the theaters, and I was like, oh my god, like that was. I just don't think I've ever seen anything Same. like that, like in the in in you know in the movies before. Not um, in, not in the pictures. Not in the pictures, man. You can't do that. <laughs> You can't do that shit. It felt like I was watching like a, a Turner classic movie with my dad. Like that whole time, Wild. I was like, "This feels it like a sh- like a movie that would have totally been on there." It definitely does. It's got that vibe just with the way it's shot, and like even like not just the foghorn, but the music itself that plays feels very like old. Thing. Yeah, it, it also does. It, it really does. And, like, right, grudging and and like shanty esque. It just feels. It literally feels like a movie that didn't come out in like no. two thousand what eighteen. No, it Even, feels like a movie yeah. that came out in like nineteen sixty two. That's true, yeah. and the That's black true. and white adds to that. Right, of course, like it really does not feel like a new movie. Do you guys? Did you ever see? Did you guys ever see the movie uh, The Ghost and Miss and uh, Mrs. Muir? No. no, it's a really good. It's a really good like old old movie about a woman that goes to like a pl- like a kind of like a lighthouse like beach house essentially, <laughs> and. Uh, goes there to like write and there's a ghost living there and it's shot like every time i watch the lighthouse just the visuals on the two i'm like yep there it is it's a really good movie i used to watch it with my dad a lot but dude that sounds so good i mean the shots in this are so pretty like every single one of them yeah even even when the lighthouse is pretty much falling apart it's like whoa that's really cool (laughs) like Like, how how they got it to look great the contrast, I feel like it, like the the blacks were very black and the the whites were very white. I know there was a part where like, you got blinded. <laughs> yes. Oh my oh goodness! My. Multiple times I felt it was just <laughs> like like it would go from like dark dark to like whoa, the brightest thing you've ever white. seen. In your life. And, but but oh I, I felt like Eggers I, I, knew when like it was intentional. Shift. Yeah. It like was he, weird. It was he like wanted you in to watch the dialogue. The dark theater. Yeah. yeah. It, that you that shouldn't put this so on weird. like on a noon on Tuesday. No. 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 no, no. This movie definitely works better at night. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that that the Eggers has like a great um sense for for editing. Like Joey, you brought up the light just like appearing. I think that like Eggers knows like beat for beat his scripts. Yeah. Like when when he wants to make changes like that. At least I I think that that way about it. And the same thing about the music mm-hmm. is like I I just think that him going in even further it's like okay we're not gonna just limit the aspect ratio we're gonna limit and like change um the music yeah and then we're going to like even how they directed that or he edited that or directed that that scene where where robert pattinson sees uh the tentacles like yeah like for the first time and how it like it keeps cutting back and forth and it just cuts back and it's like just his eye like in the center of the of the shot and it just cuts and he's like not there anymore he's just like downstairs acting like oh my god okay okay just we yeah. just gotta chill out and like act normal yeah <laughs> yeah i and like i remember like it's cool the whole like, mer- like the whole mermaid bit 
like really throwing me the first time I saw it because I was just like, I don't understand why this is happening. Like this is <laughs> this is so wild and yeah. it's so crazy. But like, I don't know. Even like when she like would like laugh and it was just a shriek. I was like, this is haunting. Very. This weird. is like a also, genuinely how they, how scary they, like, thing. Filmed her face sometimes because yeah. she would like look down and like her yeah. eyes looked like way wider than what they were. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? Like it would. Yeah, it was weird. Very it, very it, cool it was like characters. Almost like a like a scary movie but it really wasn't it was it was scary in like the way they edited it yeah like they, they were trying to get you with these like almost jump scares but it wasn't something that was supposed to be scary yeah, yeah. it they was are. just surprising it was a jarring Ooh. thing just and keeping you at the edge of your seat the whole time the whole time i mean i like a perfect example of that i think is when robert panson is trying to like get to the robo and then all of a sudden he like moves out of frame a little bit yeah. and then like you see like willem dafoe like with the axe and yeah. he's like walking and then like robert Pattinson like like covers him again and then he like rocks back and he's like he's like right there yeah and you're like oh my god run run just, run run yeah literally oh, it's like yeah don't leave me <laughs> just like smacks i love it when we were watching it last night and Hannah was like how is the house still together and like literally two seconds later yeah, the just, came in. yeah that was that, that was so <laughs> that funny. was a great moment like, oh my god. i just think it's a really cool like it's a really cool take on on a Greek on Greek mythology, but it's and a really good like homage to to, to art pieces and things. But the art pieces that you that you see like I, I can't think of the names of any of them at this particular. But like the one scene where Willem Dafoe is like looking down at Robert Pattinson and his eyes are like are the light from the, the lighthouse. lighthouse. Yeah, yeah, like that's such a sick fucking shot. That was so cool. And I do think like it is there is a aspect of this movie where you have two people that are speaking drastically different languages and try and like trying to communicate with each other i think that one has more of a supernatural element than the other does i i don't know there's a real part of me that that thinks that willem dafoe knew a lot more than he was letting on by the end of that movie yeah uh personally but it's it is it is very interesting just seeing how how their vocabulary works with each other and against each other. I remember the first time I saw it in theaters, I was like, I didn't understand like 80% of what anybody said in this movie. Second time watching it was when I had the subtitles on and I was like, okay, this makes a little more sense now. I can follow. I get it. Subtitles definitely helped a lot. I, this is the only time I've ever seen it with subtitles (laughs) and I felt like I, I, the dialogue was so much better. Yeah. Uh, you I could think actually understand. Yeah, because yeah. made the movie in more interesting, even. That right. first time, it sounds like you're just watching a damn two-hour sea shanty. Like, yeah. It was so rough to get through. It's true. I I, I don't know why, when, like, in my first watch, I didn't mind um, the, the, the heavy accent, but it was a lot. Like, I had to really dial in and, yeah. and, it, and it was i was only getting like pieces i was like yeah. i was understanding the gist and i'm sure right. i'm sure you guys knew you know you understood the gist of what was going on too but it's like that's just all i did and i was like whatever fuck it i'm just gonna i'm just gonna enjoy it so like whenever i got to watch it with the subtitles this was my first time watching it with those and just once again i'm i'm, I'm always reminded every time i watch something with subtitles like this is important is like yeah. is, is to be able to understand what they're saying because the director is also directing the dialogue yep and that's that that's huge and especially in a movie like this i mean it's delivered so well like why not understand like or like you know read what they're saying it's great like i i i, I love this movie man like the, the this movie is incredible i i love it i need to as, own it i don't know why i don't homage. own it yet. yeah 
Dude, same. I I I, I think I might own it on YouTube. Funny enough, but that's <laughs> that, that doesn't really count. That's so funny. Damn, man, you can just say that out loud, bro. I own so many. <laughs> that's where he buys his movies. Stop that's doing that, Matt man. You have a PS Five. Yeah. Wait, where do you buy your movies? The internet. I buy physical copies like right. a grown ass man. That's true. I, I, see, I used to use Apple TV. Uh, to buy my movies, uh, like all my movies came because I used to have an iPhone, a Mac, yeah. and and it just made sense. But now that I have a Samsung, I can't even watch those movies because they don't make an Apple TV app. Oh, that sucks! It sucks. I, and so now I use Voodoo. If I if I have to rent or do anything, I use Voodoo. I'll rent. Movies yeah, I'll anywhere. rent anything. If I I'll rent normally from Amazon. Or, or like the only like time that. I'll ever buy something is if it's only like a dollar or two, or like it's on like a really good deal. I have a lot of movies I own that were like it was cheaper to buy it than it was to rent. Like that's that happened to sense. me multiple times. Multiple times. Also, if if a movie is like you rent it twice and then you own it, in my mind I'm like, okay, yeah. would I watch this twice? And it's like yeah. you do it. make that. I do yeah. that all the time. I'm because like because like Halloween was like 15 bucks. I was like, I don't care, I'm buying it because it was like I'm gonna watch it like more. Than, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm that I get. I will, I have to like it has to be something. Yeah, I either watch more than once or it's a movie that if somebody was like, oh, I've always wanted to see that, I could yeah. be like, oh, dude, just borrow my copy. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I mean, I mean, the physical copy wins every time. Yeah, I'm not I'm not here to like to For argue sure. against that. It's just that's just why I use YouTube. It's just it's the amount just of times I've had to hear you be like, I, I bought this movie and now it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, it's because that was before I migrated everything to YouTube. Yeah, because remember you lost Mandy. And I was like, how do you lose Mandy? See, but I found it. Oh, That's okay. The thing. Yeah, because it was like, it, it, it wasn't in my in my Voodoo account, it was in the YouTube account. You know where my, you know where my like, copy of Mandy is? Where? On my shelf. Yeah, see, that guy, there Never you go. lost. That's good. I know exactly That's where great. it is. Oh, Under M for and, Mandy. And it has... Special features. Yes, that, Matt. That is my, my number one reason for buying movies. That is your thing. Like physical so copies. So one, one reason, number one reason, why I do not, and James Wan, I hope you're hearing this, why I do not own Malignant. Okay? Because I would. I'd spend $50 on a 4K disc right now. I don't for give Malignant? a fuck if it had special features on it. Does Malignant's DVD not have special features? don't. Get out of here. do not have special features on it. That's I mean, it might, it might, That can't be correct. It might have a commentary, but I don't have time for that shit, James Wan. I want like mini featurettes. And yeah. I'm sorry if you didn't hire a crew to do that. I can't, That can't be right. You gotta be incorrect about this. I'm saying something crazy. If you guys can find it, I'll buy it right now on the podcast. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I've been looking for this. I'm looking right because, now. Because bro, I went on I like I went to Best Buy and I was just browsing and then Malignant had just come out on DVD. I walked yeah. and I was like, dude, I'm gonna buy this right now. Flipped it around, looked at looked at the special features, there was nothing. Special features. It just said the trailer <laughs> and like in commentary. Malignant James and I was like, no. Visions. Groundbreaking film takes us behind the oh, scenes for a look at? at his latest film, Malignant, a genre-bending thriller. Special <sighs> feature. I think there's only one special feature, but it is a special feature. I don't and know, it's, Right now, I that will say, like on Blu-ray, it is 43% off on Amazon. Right now, the 4K is $20. Damn, that's a really good movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Is Matt buying Malignant on the podcast? I'm gonna buy Malignant. Because I need it. <laughs> I'm going to the four. Yeah, the four K. I'm just Amazon four K. Amazon malignant. I can't believe that 4K. we have this on recording. <laughs> yeah, we have to. 
Oh, dude, yeah, it's literally twenty dollars Prime. That's that's incredible. Dude. Do it, man. Yeah, All right, I'm buying it right now. My copy of the Love Live movie just got in from Amazon. <laughs> I'm so cool. And guess what? It's got special features. Yes, <laughs> including an alternate ending. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, so I I, I do want to check that out at some point. That is fucking cool. Do they? Does it have any um um. Like commentary. Or there's a commentary. Like, there's a making of, and then there's a all the original pro making of? and like a bunch of like original promo work for Sweet. like for the sh- for the movie Little, and the show like, and all like that. Yeah, wow. and stuff. yeah, that's cool. Worth the fifty dollars. Yeah, I, I think so it. too. Cop this Love Live T-shirt, <laughs> dude. You anyway, gotta. that's a bold you gotta choice, isn't it? Was on sale. I had to. You gotta. I got. I'm a man of my word. I'm not here to lie to the people. I love Love Live. You know what else I love? Robert Eggers' The Lighthouse. Yes. Bro. We got a little lost there, but... No, but that's it. okay. I know. It's like we took a trip down like 4K lane and then we ended that. <laughs> We're back. Now. So what are we going to... What are we giving The Lighthouse? Bro, out of, out of five, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm giving it a five. You're giving it a five? All right. I'm going to give Dude, it a five. I just changed it on Letterboxd to five. Damn. Wow. Yeah. I can't yeah. believe... I loved it. See, we were it just talking about away. how love and hate... If they're the same thing. The same thing. Love and hate... Okay, time out. Explain that. Uh, we it, it's just it's we just a strong theory. emotion. Yeah, and strong whether you emotions. love or hate it, it's really it all. You end up loving something you hate or most times. Something you love, and you can always hate something you love. How? But it, what it really is is a strong emotion. There's a lot, but there it, it's a lot deeper than that. Right. But it's, it's kind of like emotion. if you if you if you go so far left, yeah, not that deep. You end up becoming an extremist. If you end up going so far right, you end up becoming an extremist. Okay. So if you take <clears throat> that scale and then you bend it, like it, I mean, you bend it in, yeah. in your mind, those two ends are touching, like in a way. <laughs> so it's like in our minds, it's like though any, and you could do that with anything. So love and hate is like two extremes. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I see that. It's like they can. Sometimes be the same thing. I don't know. We, well, we, anyways, we're I gave the lighthouse a four. Out. Anyway, I gave the lighthouse a four and a half. <laughs> yeah, he's like, fuck that theory. Four and a half. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I also feel like I owe it a five after hating it for that, so you do, long. You definitely owe it your soul. Yeah. I genuinely love everything about this movie except Willem, Willem Dafoe ripping ass throat. <laughs> I was like so over it, like really fast. You also don't like fart jokes. I don't. And I love. I fart hate jokes. that shit. I was and it is so my much ass. of it, and it kept. The, it so would pull me out every it. time it happened. I'd be like, "Whoa, mortality!" And then you would just hear like, <laughs> "Yeah," and I was like, "I'm gonna kill myself." This isn't funny. <laughs> Stop doing that. I. I That's think, why. But the redeeming part is Robert Pattinson at the end being like, "You goddamn fats, dude." Yeah. dude that <laughs> monologue is so funny. Both of their monologues are so funny. Yeah. Also. We didn't even talk about how funny this movie is. I just want to touch on it real quick. Yeah. If you do end up watching it, if you haven't seen it, it is a super it is funny so movie. Funny. It is. It's a great movie. And like can't I can't Normies like, out there are like they just say the lighthouse is funny. Dude, what's it's hilarious? What's funny about two men potentially being homosexual with each other? Potentially. <laughs> Dude, no, I love this movie. Yeah, this movie is mwah. fantastic movie. Love you, Eggy. Love mm. you, Eggie. All right, on to the next one, on which is the same production company. A24. A24. Our A24 double feature. And they make bangers. Yeah, it's like our first A24 uh, double feature. And this next one is called Come On, Come On. It's directed Ooh. by Mike Mills. Not Meek Mills. 
Exactly. Like, Commonly, uh, you know, confused. Right, 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 right. Um, right funny right. enough, this is not my first movie I've seen of his. I've Which seen 20th seen? Century Women. As well. I forgot he did that. He did. He did. Has my girl Greta in it. Love her. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Yep. We love you, Greta. Can't wait for Barbie. Can't wait for Barbie. Wait. I agree with that. Uh, directed by Mike Mills. Came out in 2021, so another recent movie. Uh, comes in at nine, 109 minutes, so even shorter. Um, Johnny and his young nephew, or the summary follows, excuse me. Johnny and his young nephew forge a tenuous but trans- transformational relationship when they embark on a cross-country trip to see life away from Los Angeles. It's a pretty, Ooh, pretty short and concise song. Dude, yeah. this movie was great. So something me and Matt did before this podcast on the way here, mm-hmm. there, there's a 12-year-old kid in it. Yeah. And... Um, that 12-year-old kid, the actor, with A24, I guess, A24 put yeah. this out, he made a an hour-long playlist. Oh, shit. And and so... Uh, How is it? Me and Matt listened. It is... It, here's what I'll say. It has a wide range. I loved it. <laughs> like, it has Death Grips. It has Nirvana. It has Tyler, the Creator. Um, Frank Ocean. Metallica. Man, okay. <laughs> this kid must have had a great time at Coachella. Stevie Wonder. Yeah, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Superstition is on there just randomly. Imagine having Death Grips and Stevie Wonder on the Dude, same I'm t- playlist. It was a ride, man. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. It made me it made me appreciate this kid a little bit more. Because he's 12 years old, and he has better taste in music than I do. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, I mean, it was it was super refreshing. It just gave another dimension to the movie that was really cool. That's sick. I yeah, you have to send me the playlist, Evan. Dude, I yeah, did not know. Yeah, Joey brought it up, and I was like, "Yeah, dude, throw it on. Let's do it." It was, I it, it I'm glad we did this because I've been wanting. I wanted to see Come On, Come On when it came out, and I just never did. I never got around to it, and I kept seeing it, and be like, "I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna watch it." You finally gave me a reason to commit to watching it, yes. and I put it on the other night at like ten o'clock, and just sat there, all the lights off in the dark, watching this movie. And like, yes. I went into the movie, I didn't know really anything about it. All I knew was that it was going to be like kind of sad, and I was like, "All right, I'm ready to get like emotionally like clobbered here. Let's go." Yep. And like, it wasn't that. It was no. not. It's a, it's an emotional movie for sure, but I think there's such a bigger picture to the movie that the sad. Overtones are are just not are not as emphatic as the rest of what you're seeing yeah. in front of you. You know, like I feel like for me personally, it felt like a movie that was ex- expressing that like kids have these thoughts. Yeah. That like as a kid, you know, you have these thoughts, but when you're an adult, and you look at a kid, and you're like, that kid doesn't know shit. The kid's not thinking right. about anything. And the reality is that these kids are terrified. Like when yeah. you really hear them, they're scared of the future. None of them can tell you what they're like what they think of the future when they're asked is the future gonna get better none of them say like hell yeah Yeah. they're all like it's not gonna be the same or it's gonna be bad or i have this horrible life like it's crazy like and there's a wide range of children they have they have like uh, immigrant kids they have kids living in the inner cities they have just you know just normal you know people that you know everyday schools are just interviewing like whole classes yeah um all types of different races, ages, just interviewing them, asking them very similar questions like, you know, what does the future look like or, or what do you think the future holds? Um, I like I wasn't sad at the end of this movie, like you said, like that like you're you're not gonna end up being sad. I was more hopeful. 
Yeah. And, and it really, it, like, it, it kind of made me smile right. at the end of it. Just like, I like I, I told Matt that I didn't want him watching this movie because I watched it and I thought, like, it made me, like, kind of want to have kids for a minute. Same. Same. <laughs> like, I, I truly, but this movie kind of showed me that, like, there is an aspect to life. There is something um, that you will learn only if you spend a significant amount of time with the child. Yeah. And and uh, I think this movie kind of showed that, and, and th- there's something you'll learn and gain from that that experience that uh, I think y- y- you only have with a child. And I'm over it, obviously, uh, <laughs> but uh, the uh, it still it still was such a beautiful movie. Also, black and white. Yeah, yeah. But it felt like weird. it felt like. I don't know how you guys felt. I felt like it was like a super colorful movie. Like every yeah. shot I felt like was still like had so There's much going, going on. on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas the lighthouse I was like, this is a black and white movie. Yeah. Come on, come on. I was like, this is so, there's so much here and it's yeah. all so beautiful. Like it, it, it's like you the know, shots the, of New York were breath. Gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. I, New York had never looked so peaceful. Like, I was like, <laughs> this looks like the nicest really, place. This, really this is like what Adam Driver made Patterson, New Jersey look like. Just right. really nice, quaint place. <laughs> yeah, New York crazy. city. Right. You're right. <laughs> Super quaint. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I totally agree with you, man. Uh, like giving me a sense of, of hope for the future. And I love um, just that juxtaposition of character that Joaquin Phoenix plays Johnny. Yeah. Uncle Johnny. And, um, his nephew, Jesse, like they, um, yeah, just that, that juxtaposition of like someone who's stressed out from life. And then you have this kid who just is beaming with, with life and everything that he does. It's really cool. But then like even he, even the kid like reveals like that he has these, like these, these worries, yeah, worries these stresses, scares, like these yeah. things that like when, when he, like when Joaquin Phoenix would call, call his sister, call, call Jesse's mom. Like, she would just be like, oh, this is what he means when he does this, and this is what... Like, she would put it all in very simple terms, and it felt like Jesse was a much more complex character than that. And he even brings it up, like, she's not a good mom. She doesn't care. And, like, when you hear that, you're like, all kids say that, and then you kind of see this situation, and it's like, here's this woman that's trying to fix something that shouldn't be... That she should not be trying to fix, but, like, in her mind, her fixing this brings, like will bring Jesse some kind of joy. Like, everything goes back to the way that he wants it, and it's just, like, all he wants is an explanation. All he wants is to know what's going on and why it's happening. Mm. And it's just, like... I did, like, a a, a thesis a couple semesters ago about how I feel... About how, like, parents are giving their responsibility... I find... This is going to sound so boomerish, and I'm so sorry. That (laughs) parents are giving away their responsibilities to things like iPads and shit like that as a way of offsetting, like, their parenting. But when you have, like, kids that do that, like, they they can advance further. They can have, like, bigger vocabulary and and a a better understanding of the world around them. But uh, I find that in my research that more parents were willing to do that than have a conversation with their kid. Mm. Which meant that they were just assuming everything that was going on with the kid based on, like, oh, well, they're doing that. And when I was their age, this is what I was thinking. Yeah. So it must be that. And it's like, no, you got to, like, you got to communicate. And it was cool because that's what Johnny and Jesse do throughout this whole movie. Mm-hmm. He, like, Jesse interviews him, like, multiple times. And I remember when the movie started, I was like, this is going to be one of those movies where the kid interviews, uh, where the kid interviews him. Cool, whatever. Yeah. And, like, by the end, I was like, 
fuck, man, that's crazy. Like, I wouldn't even know what to do with myself if a kid said any of these things to me. Right, yep. Yeah. Even, like, just letting him walk around with the mic and just watching him listen to stuff was, was just really cool. Yeah. Like, very peaceful. I also just found out, looked it up, all of the ch- children they interviewed yeah. were not actors and were real-life people. So their what they said was not scripted. Oh, my God. It was real, authentic, which... It gives me even more hope. Yeah. I feel like that this is like, like Joaquin and uh, the other, the child actor really were, or I mean the other people that were acting, uh, really were interviewing these kids or probably in LA, New York and uh, New Orleans, Hmm. which is uh, even crazier, I think. Yeah. I, I think it's very special whenever a movie like this is made that has such, such a positive message in such a way that can be applied to everybody. Yeah. And like no matter where you're from, no matter what walk of life you you're you're part of, um, you just gotta come on. Yeah. Come on. Come like on, the future's come on, moving. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> and Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, I I feel like I've fallen in love with Joaquin Phoenix all over again. He his he range, undid man. he undid Joker. Literally, <laughs> I undid it. He did like, it and then he undid it. Like you look back to like the Master and just like some yeah. of these other roles. Like I I love uh, Joaquin Phoenix. He's great, um, man. And the Joker kind of you know wasn't great. <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily his fault. I feel like he gave it his all. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think he was the problem with the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but I I mean. Makes me even more excited for Ari Aster's. Um, Bo is afraid. Bo was afraid. I was going to call it Disappointment Boulevard because that's what it was originally called. Yeah. And then he Man. just when he put the poster, he's like, "Actually, it's called Bo is Afraid." And I was like, We're "What like, the hell okay. is this? Like, what happened to the movie that we've been waiting for?" for <laughs> right? I love that title. Where did that go? It was a false title the whole time, bro. <laughs> the whole time he got us. I one thing I did want to say, as someone who is bipolar. It is always a very weird thing to watch a movie where somebody is bipolar and they make that, like, a real, like, devastating issue. Mm, like, yeah. she's like, oh, he's bipolar and he's having these episodes. And it's like, holy shit. Like, I I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> In my mind, like, I'm not having an episode until Molly's like, hey, bud, what's up? And then I'm like, I've been, like, I've been telling you about something that doesn't matter for, like, four and a half minutes, haven't I? And she's like, oh, yeah. And I'm oh, like, yeah. shit. And so, like, I'm obviously on medication for it. I've, I've never seen somebody who is bipolar that is that that unhinged like like Jesse's father is. But yeah, I don't exactly. know. I don't know how wide that spectrum goes. But I was just like, holy exactly. shit. It's just an interesting, I guess, representation, quote-unquote representation of it. I don't know. Right. what the, Again, how exactly. wide the spectrum can get. Exactly. Like, I mean, that's the thing is that they're just showing authentic people. and Like, it, it, it's real. almost like more serious than how you even depicted in your head. Yeah. It? Yeah. In my head, it's almost like kind of goofy. Like, yeah. It's just kind of like, like because I'm not like a violent person and I'm not doing, I just like, I'll vent about something that doesn't matter for way too long yeah. and I'll kind of fixate on it and Molly normally has to, will snap me out of it if I didn't take my meds that day. So Yeah, true. I take my meds, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, you're good. I do. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. on something, so. And I mean, this guy, I think he... Uh, in the movie, he's depicting someone who has probably, like, even a, a more extreme case. Yeah, for sure. Someone who... It doesn't seem like he's taking his meds. Yeah, right. He, yeah, it seems like he's definitely... Yeah. yeah. Uh, there, there's something... He definitely needs help in a lot of ways. He, I think in the same way, he just needs someone who who, who will listen to him. I mean, yeah. you know, a lot of us need, yeah. need, need something like that. And I think that, you know, Jesse entering um, Johnny's life right at the time that he did, I just love 
it's such a short story. It's like Johnny enters Jesse's life. Jesse ends up staying with Johnny. They go to New York. They come back. That's it. Yeah. That's the end of the movie. Like, yeah, that's pretty much it. And I, I think even like the, the conflict between Joaquin and his sister and how, how the, how Jesse is just like, well, why don't you and my mom hang out anymore? He just, yeah. like he's a- asking these really deep questions that, that, uh, Joaquin doesn't want to answer even, mm-hmm. um, and, and he kind of has this real conversation with his sister. And, and it's it's almost like adults overcomplicate things a little too yeah, much. Yeah. It's right. like we, we should just be talking, right? Like right. we should just be friends. Communication should... is the key to everything. Yeah, seriously. And and it's it's weird to learn that from a, a child. That's, I think <laughs> that's like a... Weird to yeah. learn from a kid and the guy who played the Joker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they to talk to people. Yeah. Wild. I... <laughs> Damn it, Matt. I don't know. I, I liked Come On, Come On a lot more than I was anticipating. It it touched on a very specific topic that I, I love to think about and I love to talk about. And as someone who is married and the, the thought of, you know, kids is, is, is a very real one that, that you have. Yeah. yeah. When you're over 30. Ugh, but <laughs> it, it is a thought that I constantly have where I'm like, I don't want to have like this kid and talk to it like a kid. Like, yeah. I know that this kid's going to be smart. And I know that we I want to be able to level with, with a kid. And so I, I, I have that, that mentality of it. And seeing it like this was like, it's possible. It yeah. can be yeah, done. It can be done. This is so cool. I love this. And so I I, I think I hate that this was such a slept on movie of 22. Yeah, like, honestly. I yeah, feel like it was there and then it was gone. It. Yeah. No, yeah, no. You were the only person I know that saw it. Yeah, and it's only because of how much I love 20th Century Women. I Damn. Was, I was ready for Mike Mills' new movie. Wow. And, I, and I also love Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. I was like, a Mike Mills, Joaquin Phoenix movie? I'm so yeah, down. I'm what down. can go wrong? Exactly. So, yeah. Nothing I, can go wrong. Yeah, I was into, like, I, uh, because it didn't play in theaters around us. Yeah. No um, I couldn't, it, like, uh, and then it was like $20 to rent. I remember I was so mad because I almost rented it for $20. And I was like, no, I'm just gonna wait for it to come out. Yeah. And, and I just, I, I know I'm gonna love this movie. I can wait. And I waited for it to come out, and I just bought it. I was, <laughs> I was ready for this movie. Well, I had been anticipating it for like a year. It's a great watch, man. I mean, yeah. I'm really thankful that they you recommended it. Yeah, seriously, this what, was a great recommendation. What are we giving this thing? I gave it a four and a half. I yeah, I, I really thing. loved it. I also gave it four and a half. Yeah, I'd probably give it a strong four. Yeah. Yeah. Well, may I ask why you would dock the half star? <laughs> no blood. Damn it, you son of a bitch. We all knew. <laughs> no blood. Why are you like this? <laughs> I have to. I have to be this way. No, you don't. That's the beauty of it. You don't have to be this I way. I think in particular, too, I feel like Matt it doesn't love child actors. Now, I feel like that Jesse was this, this one better. Changed. Yeah. Because it didn't feel like, it wasn't like, pain. it wasn't like a Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah. But like, like, um. Yeah, Man, there's right, like though. like we watched the Black Phone. Is that the name of it? Yeah. With like Ethan Hawke. Yeah, I love that movie. That was I a did good too, movie. but I I felt like you didn't love it because of the children. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's like I thought like, it was great. It can't be like anything higher than like a four. Yeah, yeah. That's that's just I me. I, I I don't know why. Like, yeah, just I, like I, I, I just know. have this. We thing. All have I don't I don't have a thing against kids. It's just if you and give them too much to bear. And they don't have the talent. It's gonna show through. If you're yeah. if you're cool with your film being that way, that's fine. 
most people like, can't Jesse do that. Jesse just got to be like a kid for exactly. Two hours. Well, also Jesse is just being his authentic self, yeah. and they wanted to capture that. A lot of movies don't even put kids in that scenario. That's true. Yeah. So it's like it's just different. Like yeah. Joaquin's acting, Jesse. I think was maybe given the more a little bit more freedom in Wiggle Room to like yeah. do whatever he was just gonna do. Yeah. And they and they probably captured his his true authentic self. I mean, you know, I mean, obviously it's just a movie, but you know what I mean. But it, it feels it felt more real. It almost feels like a documentary more than yeah. like an actual just like movie, just like with the I, interviews and just the way that, that it's just yes. people. It's just it really two dudes being guys talking. Yeah, and I thought I thought it was great. Like, and and I love I just love the the play of. You have someone like Johnny who's very stressed out and he's being so refreshed by this by this 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 young soul, mm-hmm. Jesse. Mm-hmm. And then Jesse's also feeling refreshed because Johnny is aware of the existential questions that he has. And Johnny is older than him. Like he's lived through it. Yeah. And he sees him as like this role model. So like there's like that's a huge reason to have kids, by the way, is like you get that really cool symbiotic relationship where like the little one kind of sees you as this role model and you get to see this like unbridled create creative passion yeah. you know, in the in, in in this kid. So it's, it's just a great movie. I've never seen a movie tackle something like that. And do it so well. well, yeah. Do it really good. Like yeah. do it do it. So up. you're out of you're out of four. Strong We're both at four, four and a half. Yeah. What what cor- now Joey had a correlation last night that was oh, pretty that was yes. pretty strong. Well I and there's almost like an opposite to this where you have two, like these, both these movies are just about two guys, um, together. And, and there is this supposed, uh, leader adult, the guy who's mm-hmm. running it. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I think you see Willem Dafoe's character just telling Robert Pattinson, do this, do this, do this. Like, yeah. I, I need to go away. And where you, you almost see Joaquin's character, um, you know, include uh, Jesse in everything, and and he's he's trying to be around him as much as possible, as much, and and he's listening, and there's not a lot of telling Jesse to do this. It's more like, what do you want to do? And uh, I thought it was like I I didn't necessarily know that when we paired That's these cool. together, uh, but it, I I knew there's like oh there's gonna be two guys. It's a movie about two guys. It's in black and white. There, there's got to be some correlation. <laughs> there's got to be some. We find it. Here. We dig but deep enough. <laughs> there there is definitely that relationship between uh, these two and like how to lead well, how to like cooperate with another human learn being. each other's language yeah learn only each to discover language. that those languages aren't all that different exactly right not that different and i mean yeah dude you could argue that willem dafoe and robert pattinson are more similar than uh jesse and joaquin phoenix but they obviously they did not get along as well or cooperate right. as well they right they did not see it that way like, yeah at all in their minds they thought that that they were so polar opposite yeah, and I think that that's what Johnny was like, kind of afraid of at the beginning of the of 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 come on, come on was like, oh my god, I got to take on this kid. This might not be good. And then he meets the kid, and it's like, oh, yeah. this is gonna right. be. I got dope. this, but like in the lighthouse, it was not that way. It was like more of like a tyrant, and like they they did figure out how to, how to live together, but it was through like you know alcoholism. drinking kerosene yeah drinking yeah. like the harshest liquor i guess you could consume <laughs> gasoline um, matt they're drinking gasoline i, I love like we, we had we threw out the idea that it might have been like honey at first yeah. and then it was like no that's not honey that's kerosene <laughs> that's fucking I don't kerosene know what they they put in it too in that scene it must be like i don't know some sort of sweetener but jeez um 
Yeah, the correlation for me for, with, with with these movies, I mean, The Lighthouse I see as this man. It, it, it's, it's almost like uh, Ephraim has to, in order to get what he wants, which is the light, he has to kill the god of the light. Mm-hmm. Like you, you have to do that. So, like, right. and that's not a pleasant experience. And he like ends up growing attached to it and everything. But he he eventually does it and becomes that which he wanted to become. We we don't know if it's good or bad. Obviously, seems the movie pretty is bad from the ending. Right? <laughs> but he does he does reach that goal. It's a super broad like take on the movie. But come on, come on is almost that same thing, but it's more of a give and take relationship instead of solely taking the mantle like right. like Ephraim takes the mantle he reaches and he takes him down which like Eggers does it really well he loves stories like that reaching and taking and like conquering and battling come on come on is more like a mutual understanding a mutual respect you have Joaquin Phoenix's character Johnny admiring what's in the little Jesse and Jesse is admiring what's in the big Johnny like just mutual respect and mutual learning from each other like i i, I think that that's I cool like just to compare and contrast and they're both made by a24 man there you go that's the correlation yeah. right there bro that's <laughs> the correlation sheesh hell yeah well all right i think that about wraps it up here hell yeah dude. what do we got going on next week next week we have i don't know i think man. we have <laughs> I'm so sorry. Wait, don't we have a special we, guest? We here? have a guest coming next week. Our friend Haley is going to be on the podcast. This was her recommendation. Uh, I don't really know which one's going to be the shot or the chaser. I'm going to yeah. be really honest yeah. with you. We need to probably discuss that. We have Venom. We have Venom. Tom Hardy's Venom, the yeah. first Hey-o. one. And Upgrade. An Upgrade, a movie that is essentially Venom. Uh, a bet oh, with I, like Terminator. It, yeah, Mixed. kind of. It's it's they the, had a baby. It's the correlation. I'll give you a little spoiler. They're the exact same movie, and I'll yeah. prove it next week. I'll prove it. <laughs> we'll prove it to you. Please tune in. We would love to have you there. We'd love to have you listening along. Yes, absolutely. Where can everybody find us on uh, Letterbox? We okay. finally got a, all the Letterbox. We finally up. did. Yeah. We finally gave Nick his birthday present. Just kidding. They had to rope me down yeah. and uh, put the phone in my hands. It was and then it was wild. Slap me until I would. We waterboarded list. him and everything. Everything. Yeah, it, it was rough, but we got it done. That's um, why he had to watch the Love Live movie. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, under Letterbox, we are Shot and Chaser Pod. You can find us there, and you can also find us on uh, Twitter. We are the Shot and the Chaser Podcast, or at Shot Chaser Pod Twenty Two. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, we are all, we are the um, Shot and the Chaser Pod on Instagram. You can definitely check us out there. We've been posting polls and things like that. Also, if you ever want to message us, that's where we're the most active. Uh, all the time hear your thoughts definitely anything check it out we have a fun poll coming up this week um but yeah until then i'm nick i'm matt and i'm joey awesome everybody have a good night